Good morning, everybody. Hello. Should we make a start? Come and find a seat. If you've grabbed yourself a hot drink or a piece of delicious cake, you've got a, ca- you've got a drink, Ray. It's over there. <laughs> and let's, let's begin. That's great. Hello. And if you haven't met me before, I'm Lydia. I do services sometimes, <laughs> not very often. Um, it's lovely to see you all today. If you're um, new to Cranbrook Church or haven't been for a while, over the summer we're doing a kind of all-in gatherings. So um, normally we have kids work outside and uh, in September we'll be splitting off into two different groups, which is exciting for kids. Um, but over the summer we're doing all-in. So everyone's going to be here and hopefully there's going to be enough uh, fun stuff to keep us all engaged and occupied. And over August, we are talking about over. Uh, we're talking about the story of Joseph in the Old Testament. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the Disney film about. Is it called Joseph or something about dreams? Prince of that one. Um, <laughs> that's a different one. <laughs> um, but we are talking about dreams today. We're talking about dreams. So um, I don't know if you're someone who just goes to sleep and doesn't dream at all and then just wakes up and is ready for the day or someone who has weird and wonderful dreams we're not going to talk about those kind of dreams (laughs) we're going to talk about slightly different dreams or maybe you do have weird and wonderful dreams that mean something Uh, but before we begin oh we are going to do that was was that that was there brilliant we'll go with the slide because I can't remember what we're doing um, I would love you to discuss on your tables or gather go find someone on a table um, this question first, I've got two questions for you. What do you dream about? It might, not, it might be a sleeping dream, or it might be more of a, what do you dream about? Um, talk on your tables. What kind of things do you dream about? Have you got a pink one? Okay, 30 seconds to wrap up your crazy dream stories. Okay, what do you dream about? Well, there's a little flavour of our, of our service. And I've got another question to take us on a bit further than that. What do you want to be when you grow up? Or what did you want to be when you were younger? <laughs> what did you want to grow into? Um, what did you want to be when you, when you were young? Or what do you want to be when you grow up? Depending on, you know, how you gauge your life. Okay, going to bring it, bring it to a close. When I was growing up, I used to want to be the first female astronaut onto the moon, and then that happened. So then I decided I wanted to be a bus driver. Um, <laughs> lowered my aspirations. And I'm neither, so there we go. Um, amazing. Guys, it is great to have dreams and visions and hopes uh, for the future. And uh, it's also great to include God in those plans. So we're going to worship God now. Seamless transition. Hope you like that. Um, shall we stand up and uh, let's just prepare our hearts to give all that we are to God and to thank Him for our dreams, for our hopes, for the day. You might want to hold out your. Oh, hang on a minute. Okay, we're going. Yeah, let's go. Guys, feel free to come and get some instruments if you want to come join in. Let's just hold that moment for a, for a minute. Just remembering what Jesus has done. Just let that sink in your hearts for a minute. There might be something specific that we need to hear today as a reminder of how great he is. 
Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Right, do please uh, take your seats. <laughs> I think we've got our reading now. Uh, so there are some Bibles on the table. We're in Genesis 40, is that right? Chapter 40? And Roger's going to very kindly uh, read it for us. Thank you. Uh, feel free to have those um, books, Bibles open if you want on uh, chapter 40. I'm going to invite Philly to come up and speak to us today. Can I pray for you? I know you're doing something fun beforehand, but you know, prayer is good. <laughs> Do feel free to stretch out a hand towards Philly if you want to join me in prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for uh, giving Philly something to talk about today. Thank you for uh, the vision and the heart that you've put on her to, to speak your word. And uh, Lord, we just pray that your spirit would be on her right now as, as she speaks to us. God, would you open our ears to hear what Philly's got to say about you. Amen. Thank you so much. Good morning, everybody. My name is Philly, and I am the children and families worker here, which means that we're probably going to need to have a little bit of fun this morning. Who is up for some fun? Okay, so guys, what happens in messy church is I say, who's up for some fun? And then everyone goes, yay! So shall we try that again? Who is up for some fun? Well, you should come on a messy church day because it's not today, people. I'm only joking. So we're talking about dreams today. I thought, who, what company is in the business of living out dreams? Who loves dreams more than anyone? It's got to be Disney, right? Oh, yes. So I thought we could start with a bit of a Disney quiz. Now, on your tables, I think we will do it so you can all confer, and then the first person to shout out wins uh, glory of God. Yay! We have some clips and some songs. We're going to give you a little clip of the song, and you have to guess what film it is. Amazing. So we should probably get on to uh, the Bible talk, shouldn't we? You know, we love it. We love a Disney quiz. But if you know, if you'd like to have a Disney quiz anytime, come to Messy Church. Yay! Oh, dearie me. So over the summer, we've been looking at Joseph, a man who has literally. Oh, actually, before I get started, I must remind all the little ones that there's some activities at the back. So there's coloring and there's some dream catchers and other little bits that you can go and grab and bring to your table. That would be amazing. Go grab some bits. The grown ups can do it as well if they want. It's up to them. Fantastic. Once a children's worker, always a children's worker, right? Never off duty. Never off duty. So over the summer, we've been looking at a man called Joseph, whose life literally hung in the balance when it came to interpreting dreams, quite literally. His brothers left him for dead because of his dreams that Joseph shared with them. And now we're seeing that he's interpreting dreams with his cellmates and later on the Pharaoh too. But I've got to be honest, when I read the dreams, I wouldn't have known where to begin to interpret them. I mean, three branches on a grapevine. That just means you're not very good at gardening, doesn't it? Am I wrong? Like three loaves of bread or baskets of bread on your head just means you probably need to lay off carbs before you go to sleep. You know? Not me. Don't, now, don't get me wrong, I do have some seriously vivid dreams. Worryingly vivid dreams. But they're pretty self-explanatory, almost like God knows 
that if I have something that's a bit complex, I'll probably like look in the wrong way and I'll perceive it completely wrong. In fact, if God is telling me something through a dream, it's most likely that he's going to give me a pen and a piece of paper and he's going to t- make me write it down word for word. And even then, in true Philly style, I'll say, now God, I am loving this plan. I'm just wondering... How do we feel about, I don't know, maybe a confetti gun? Should we have a confetti gun? Or like one of those balloon drops that come from the ceiling. That would be amazing too. Or if I can't have either of those, can I at least have colour-coordinating T-shirts with the church logo on? Yeah, that would be very, very nice. Thank you so much. But Joseph, unlike me, was aware that God knew best. Time and time again through the passage, we see that Joseph gives all the glory to God. Um, In verse... Genesis 40 verse 8 it says then Joseph said to them do not interpretations belong to God tell me your dreams and in Genesis 41 verse 16 it says I cannot do it Joseph replied to Pharaoh but God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires not only is Joseph clear on his prophetic gift but he knows that the power lies within the Lord and Joseph's faith and belief in God's plan for him means that he's happy to glorify God even in the most difficult of circumstances even being sat in that cell he knew that God knew best but of course God doesn't just speak to us through our nightly dreams he gives us dreams in all sorts of different ways he could send a messenger he can put things on our hearts he can just give us really really good ideas but how do we know when these dreams are from God or whether they're just dreams that we've thought up ourselves like the confetti cannon I'm still John can I have a confetti cannon is that he said he didn't say no Someone write that down. He didn't say no. Fantastic. So the first way to tell is that it requires his support. So from personal experience, I know when something's sent from God because I go, there's no way I'm going to be able to do that. I call it the yeah buts. They all start to come out. Yeah, but I'm not clever enough. Yeah, but I'm not funny enough. Yeah, but I'm not quiet enough. That one's normally a a real good one. Um, Joseph's plans and dreams came because he needed God's support and worked through them. Just as Joseph knew he couldn't interpret dreams without God, we can't fulfill God's dreams for us without him helping us. Number two, it won't contradict his word or go against his character. Obviously, God is not going to tell you to do away with your mother-in-law, which is just as well because she's in the room today, um, or nick your neighbour's broadband, because that would completely contradict his character. If anyone is stealing broadband right now, I heard giggles over here, but then ashamed faces. Speak to the prayer team afterwards, please. Um, As much as we feel that God is telling us to buy that bigger house or that flashy car, chances are that's probably our dreams and not God's sorry about that guys dreams sent by God will be in line with his word and his character and they will ask you to act with kindness with compassion with humility generosity and forgiveness number three it will glorify him and grow his kingdom (gasps) great news that flashy car you've been dreaming about you can have it yay I mean all you need to do is to drop your neighbours off at their annual colonoscopy. Uh, You need to grab your grandma's shopping every week and you need to do the tip run for Ethel down the road. Okay? 
It may not be how you plan to use your beautiful new beast of a machine, and it might not do anything for the fuel consumption. And that's because sometimes glorifying God is not the easiest thing to do. But for the sake of our salvation, it is important that we always point back to God. And that is exactly what God's dreams are designed for. The founder of Saddleback and one of America's most prominent Christian voices and multimillionaire pastors, Rick Warren, has created a new book called Created to Dream. Now, it lays out the six phases of how God talks to you through dreams. I've made it a bit simple for you. It is dream, decision, delay, difficulty, dead end, and deliverance. They are on your table so that you can take them back with you. Um, The dream is God putting a dream on our hearts. Then it goes to us making the decisions to follow dreams, onto God showing us a season of delay to prepare us for the journey ahead. Then we face problems that help develop perseverance. And then we reach dead ends that look impossible, and then God swoops in and miraculously fulfills our dreams. Um, To save you reading the entire book, (laughs) or you can borrow my copy if you'd rather, there are a few ways that we can tell that it's God's dreams. They require faith and boldly stepping out. Joseph's faith in God's plan for him puts the rest of us to shame. He is just so steadfast in his faith the entire time. For everything that he'd gone through, he still had faith and it knew that God would turn it all around. His dreams for us are bigger than we can ever imagine. Joseph would never in his wildest dreams have imagined when he was lying in that cell, he would never have imagined that he would have become in charge of the whole of Egypt. God's dreams take patience and investment. Oh, patience is my least favorite thing. Joseph spent years faithfully waiting in prison and being the best witness that he could possibly be. God's dreams are never plain sailing as Joseph will attest. His journey is just next level, and every single time he stood in God's faith. Dead ends are part of God's plan for your life, but his miracles are more mighty than your circumstances. They're mightier than anything that you can imagine, any vision that you have for yourself. They are beyond. They are miraculous. So, as we come to close, seeing as I set the children challenges every week, this week was to make a dream catcher, which most of them will have done by now. Fantastic. I thought I would set the adults a challenge as well. I thought what you could do this week is have a think and a study of your Bibles and see if you can find someone else. I'm sure it won't be difficult because there's going to be lots of names up on the board of people who have also heard from God in a dream. If you are feeling very brave, I would really, really like it if you could write the name and then a really, really short summary of everything that happened and then pop it on the Facebook group so that we can all see. So what is God saying to you through your dreams? What does he want you to do to glorify him? Joseph's interpreting of dreams changed his entire trajectory of his life. So how can God change yours? Thank you.